Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. It's been a good week here on the ranch. I'd started out Saturday morning moving hay around in preparation for weaning and the project went better than I expected. Since the cows were standing around complaining anyway, I decided to see if I could sort the cows from the calves on my own. I didn't have a backup plan. If it didn't work, I'd just have to leave them where they were and come back later. I saddled up many and the cattle came into the corrals pretty much on their own. No yelling on my part. As much as I was outnumbered, yelling wouldn't have made much difference anyway. The cows were ready to go somewhere, so they came by me pretty easy at the sorting gate and the calves were willing to go into the pen. Both calves and cows were let out into the pastures with a hot fence between them and the process was repeated. This was all done without speaking a word until my grandson Clancy, mounted on his stick horse, showed up to help. It's amazing how much pressure a five-year-old boy on a stick horse can put on a set of cows from the other side of a fence, especially if the cows are not used to a five-year-old boy on a stick horse. Clancy followed my instructions really well on how to apply pressure from the back, and that last set of cows came out the gate just a little faster than the herd mates. But, like my old neighbor Leonard Frink used to say, the wildest women always hide, which I think meant the woofy cows are going to be in the last cut. The cows have now been trucked to stocks. I appreciated Caleb being around on Wednesday to help with that job, and now we're moving on to another season. We're also moving into the Christmas season here on Homegrown, and I cannot think of a better way to do that than with my friend Yvonne Hollenbeck's poem, The Christmas Quilt. The first time that I saw it, I was probably five years old. In fact, I don't remember it, but that's what I've been told. My grandma started piecing it sometime before I was born, but she'd always get it out to show us all on Christmas morn. You might call it a tradition, just within our family, because each year she'd take it from the trunk for all of us to see. She'd tell about each little star that centered every block, how she sewed them all together to form the pretty top. She told us that the first star was made one winter night while thinking about her sailor son. Her heart was filled with fright. It was late on Christmas Eve, and she was lonely as could be, because he was halfway around the world on a ship out on a sea. And then thoughts came of another boy who was born that very night, and pointing to his birthplace was a great star shining bright, he was born there in a stable to save us all from sin. She prayed he'd bless her sailor son and please watch over him. Then she took a scrap of fabric from her boy's favorite shirt. She cut a star-shaped pattern and then she went to work. She made the first of many blocks that very Christmas Eve. It gave her peace to sew the stars from scraps of memories, like scraps from Mama's dresses and some from Grandpa's clothes. There were several made of feed sacks she'd been saving, I suppose. A little blue check star was from a tiny baby dress. It died so many years ago, but her favorite, I would guess. When she got the blocks completed, she had made just 48, the same as those upon the flag of our United States. The hours she spent a stitching it helped pass the time alone while waiting for her sailor son to make it safely home. She put a label on the back and packed the quilt away. She'd give it to her fine young lad when he returned some day, 
The label read, This quilt was made for Christmas, 41. T'was made with love to let you know I'm proud you are my son. And then came the awful message. Her son would not come back. His ship was in the harbor when the Japanese attacked. The quilt was left in her old trunk, along with several more, a folded flag, a purple heart, and clippings of the war. It was exactly ten years later, Christmas morning, 51, the first time that she showed us all this quilt she'd made her son, and she told a little story about each and every block. She had a lot of memories sewn in every piece of cloth. Now many years have come and gone, and Grandma's with her son, my granddad and her baby. Her life on earth is done. But every year at Christmas that quilt is neath our tree, a reminder of the sacrifices made for you and me. And I think of that first Christmas and the humble manger scene, and just like her precious sailor boy, Christ died to set us free. Forgetting the true meaning of the season brings me guilt. But then I am reminded when I see her Christmas quilt. Thanks, Yvonne. That was the Christmas quilt by Yvonne Hallenbeck of Clearfield, South Dakota. Thank you for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith. <laughs>